Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Oh, here we go again. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody, here we are. This is your first ever real bonus content. Some of it was called bonus content, but it was really just bad. It's just bad stuff. Just, just so that, you know, hey, we'll call it bonus content and then they won't be able to complain. This though, this is real bonus content. This is me coming and being really vulnerable. I'm coming out there to you guys. I'm bringing dads in and they're going to teach me how to be mentally tough because I'm not sure if I've got it in me. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. We're going to learn uh, maybe today, maybe it's going to take a couple of times, but uh, we've asked back uh, our good friend, Todd, and uh, he's from the Token Model podcast, a uh, what what is, I'm sure, uh, one of the fastest growing um, cannabis based podcasts in America at this point in time. And uh, you should definitely check that out if uh, if that you know swings up your alley. <clears throat> we uh, are open to all. Uh, you know different kinds of lifestyles on, on your two dads so we uh support him and, and what he's doing and we hope you do too and um you know as far as that goes uh i guess i'm gonna kick it to him and he's gonna let us know what he thinks about uh mental toughness and and how he got it and and how i can get it so uh teach me sensei hi uh first off um we're the fastest growing in Belize. I don't know about America. Hey, that's have, it's always cool when you've got like crazy <laughs> countries like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're bots, but I'll take it. Hey, whatever. Thank you for mentioning Token Model. We actually do have, I got three episodes in the bank, man. I can't believe it. First time ever that I'm behind because of editing. <laughs> right on. But I, that's a good thing to be. You don't want to be like worrying about scheduling the next one you know you want to let that come when everybody's just kind of able to get back in there right well that's why i'm like you i don't do live stuff i like to record because i'm lazy and i want to do it whenever the hell i want not like oh shit i gotta hurry and do it by you know i got thursday at seven i gotta hurry i gotta hurry yeah you know it might come and i'm just like i don't really feel like doing it bro i just don't feel like doing it i, I will for like if you wanted to go live i would do it you know but as for me and my own stuff, nah, I, I want to, I want to piddle. I want to make sure I got plenty of time and I like what I like before I hit the publish button. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's times where you, uh, not you, but like where one will get a little bit crazy in what they're sharing and, you know, it's better just to, <laughs> yeah. Cut, yeah. Just to cut that on out. So I've had, um, I've had one of those. It was a lady who got, and then she didn't green light the episode. You know, I always oh, really? get the green light. Yeah, man. Yeah, we emailed for like two weeks straight and she talked about how she loved it and can't believe that there's a show out there like that. And like I was a different kind of stoner. And I'm like, oh, it sounds good. And then I got everything edited and I was ready to publish. And I was like, hey, you got, you know, I sent it to her, sent her the preview of the finished product. And I was like, just give me the green light and I'll publish it. And I haven't heard. She quit talking. 
left the wow. Facebook group and everything. And I'm like, oh, all right. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm definitely. She got, she got some rants in. She had a nice book, <laughs> but she got some rants in for sure. Right. On. Well, I will continue not to ask for the okay. I, I take them coming on the show as just carte blanche <laughs> yeah. to do whatever I want after that. I had it's one better to ask her. for forgiveness. Sometimes, man, but the one the one episode that goes viral is the one time that I didn't actually, you know, like great. The one time yeah. I didn't get permission is the one that actually the one you gotta up. pull. <laughs> yeah, the one that you gotta pull, exactly. Uh, and as mental toughness, man, I don't know. There's some things with your kids that you'll never be prepared for. Yeah, I think I like to think I'm mental mentally tough, but like just before I came out here, I was late because whenever I was taking the shower, the kid was freaking out because he loves bath time now. And so he thought he thought he was missing out. You know, I'm in there in the bathtub and he or I'm in there taking a shower and he was like, bullshit. You know, I want I want to take a bath, too. So he smashed his damn fingers in the bathroom door trying to get in. Uh, and my brain is like, you know, part of me is like, that's what you get. But the other part of me is, like, <laughs> you know, the sobbing sobbing little girl or i felt like a tween like my yeah. baby man my baby's hurt he's crying but the other part of me is like well that's what you get man i told you to stop <laughs> i feel that that's the way like jackson does that like a lot of times where yeah, he will whatever it is i'm like you know don't do that you're gonna hurt yourself and then he does it and my first reaction is like you dumb 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 ass like yeah, you i told it, you was it working? and then he's like did it work yeah, and but it, he's immediately like, "Daddy, daddy, yeah. kiss it, kiss it," and I'm like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. Like, I I didn't mean that. I hope you feel better." Uh, yeah, but it's good to know that that's like not, uh, you know, uh, a thing that I need to uh, concern myself with. Like, that's a pretty uh, normal dad thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think so. If you're a good dad, anyways, you know, there's other dads out there that's just like <laughs> yeah. dirt on it or don't even yeah. give a shit that their kid's crying or not even home with their kid, I guess. But I, I definitely have the, I have to toughen up. I definitely had to toughen up because I, I was not expecting these parent emotions, parent feelings. And there's no, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't explain it to anybody either. I was trying to explain it to a buddy of mine. I'm like, dude, you need, you just need to have kids, man. There's no other way to explain it. It is. Um, parenting and there's so many things tied to parenting that really are more uh, explainable to someone that's experienced it than than to someone that you just kind of like it's like describing color to a blind person sometimes where you know they just have no basis uh, of comparison um one thing did uh streak across my mind uh, as far as mental toughness just like let, let's say that uh you personally you know you, you've had uh we're not, I don't want to call uh, up uh, any kind of particulars because I don't want to, uh, you know, speak that out into the world. But, you know, let's say you've had a bad month, just thing after thing has gone wrong. And, and you know, you're, you're at your breaking point, so to speak, which I'm sure you have been in life, you know, from time to time. What, what do you do? How do you recover from that? How do you, you know, keep on fighting without you know, doing what I do sometimes, which is basically, you know, asking my wife for help and, and shutting down for uh, whatever period of time. Um, I think it's because I know I'm his future. 
I don't know if that makes sense. Um, I like me growing up, my dad was tough on me, and I, I hated my old man for a very, very long time. But I mean, I loved him because he's my dad. But you know, he's like he's a he's an asshole. And the older I got, the more the more I realized he was doing it because the world's tough, man. And he knew that I was going to be on my own at some point. Being being, I think it's different for guys or having a son, you know, because the world's different for a man than it is for a woman. Some some women have it rough. Well, it's both both ways. You know, some men, some women have it rough. Some men, some women have it good. But my dad knew that we were going to be poor and shit was going to be tough. So he made me tough. And that he don't he didn't do it by babying me or making sure that I got up on my own, I guess. I don't I don't know. He, He wanted me to do it myself. And it kind of backfired now because, you know, here I am. 40 years old and my dad my dad's like you know i made you too independent you, you know come the fuck around come visit me you're too independent i made you too tough and i never would have realized it until he said it which also my dad's gotten soft you know the older he gets the softer my dad gets which is is a beautiful thing i mean my dad is he was always a badass growing up but now that you know i, I say it's like the grinch you know his heart grew <laughs> never in my life would i think my dad would have a fucking lap dog and he's got a dog in the house that's right next to him all the damn time. You know, they go everywhere. That dog's seen more of America than I have. <laughs> never, you know, never in a million years would I guess that for my old man. But I, I, I want to take some of that and find a comfortable middle for raising my sons. Like, I, I want them to be independent, but I also want them to know that I, I love them. I, I'll never abandon them. And I'm being hard ass for a reason. There, there's a point to it. It's not just me wanting you to pick up the damn tomato or clean your room or whatever the hell it is. There's, there's a reason. There's a method to all the madness. And, and I think that's what keeps me mentally tough. I really don't think I'm mentally tough, homie, because any <laughs> any given second, something happens to one of my boys and I'll cry probably. But then again, you know, somebody kicked in the door right now trying to rob us. I'm going to fuck them up. It is a strange, it's a fine line. It's a fine line for sure. Even more so like when it's the kid involved, it's a whole different mindset when the kid's involved. Cause I definitely have the, like you were saying earlier, like (laughs) you stupid motherfucker. I told you, I told you, damn it. You don't listen. But then again, you know, he's, that's more of a, 10 years old, eight years old, when he can actually communicate and understand where now, you know, being a two year old, he's not really, he's still satisfying his old needs. He's not really, not really understand that dad's saying no, because I'm going to max the shit out of my finger. Yeah. He, he doesn't connect one to the other. Right. So did, did I answer your question, man? I ramble a lot and I haven't even smoked yet, man. Uh, I, you know, you're um, I'm getting it out of you. Uh, I'm getting where it came from. <laughs> And I'm getting where you place most of the importance of it. Uh, how do you, uh, what, first and foremost, like, I guess, you know, like I, my, my thought is that your mental toughness, such as it is, came from a, a lot of how your dad raised you. And my dad did not really have a part in raising me uh, at all. So I'm sure that that put me behind the eight ball, uh, you know, for a little bit. But you, you talked about finding a happy medium. 
And, and we didn't really get into specifics of how your dad raised you. And, and I don't know that we necessarily need to, unless it's pertinent, but how do you plan to, you know, give your child that, uh, that toughness that they need to face the world while also, you know, being there for them and, 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 you know, knowing that they can always like it, you can, I want you to stand alone, but at the same time, you're always going to be able to fall back on me. Like, how do you, what, how do you plan if you've thought about it at all? Uh, how do you plan to walk that line? Well, I definitely do it by like most of it's me. Like I have to get mentally tough not to just run to him and pick him up when he falls or like give him a chance, right? Like, He's walking towards the steps. I'm like, yeah, he's probably about to eat it, but I have to give him a chance to listen to me or notice for himself. Like I have to be mentally tough to be like, just have a little patience, see how it plays out. But then if like he does fall off, like falls off his bike or something, like I'm not just going to rush to him and pick him up, but I'll make sure I'm there and give him words of encouragement. And if he can't do it himself, then I'll leave. You know, I'll put a helping hand, but for the most part, I just want, I want him to have me in his head. And we all know that we're not sad, but true. We're not all going to be here forever. And me growing up a lot of times, what kept me out of bullshit or getting in trouble when all my other buddies are like, you know, let's jump off this bridge in my head. I could hear my old man. And, or I think to myself, you know, if I did that, my dad's going to kill me. Or, you know, dad, well, dad's going to be disappointed or dad's going to get pissed or dad's going to, you know, bust my ass, whatever it was. And I, I want that, but I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be something of violence, I guess, even though my dad didn't murder me or nothing like that. You know, I think he only spanked me twice growing up, but that's all I, that's all I needed, man. But I don't I want it to be like, you know, dad's got me. Well, you know, what would dad do or, or dad's not going to approve of that? You know, so I think the the way that I'm going to prepare him for the world is to get my voice in his head. And I definitely want, I want him to know everything, anything and everything I know he's going to know. Plus whatever he becomes interested in, I'll learn about and do my best to teach him about. Right on. I, you know, I like how this has already kind of broadened the definition of mental toughness and how you can, uh, you know, like look at it and, and where, um, where it comes into play in, in your life, you know, uh, a father specifically and, and just a man in general, I am, you know, I'm, I'm still hoping that, um, I get to a point where I am comfortable. Like, you know, I'm sure that I've got a little bit of mental toughness. I'm sure that the army, you know, like pounded that into me in some way, shape or form, or, you know, like I was homeless for a while, you know, like at least I'm resilient if nothing else. And, and, and so I'm hoping that maybe I'm just not giving myself enough credit and that this whole thing, all these interviews are just you know, me blowing a little problem out of proportion. But at the same time, if I can learn anything that's going to make me, you know, tougher emotionally and, and psychologically that yeah, that's a, an improvement, you know, my, um, I've mentioned a couple of times, you know, being, um, uh, I, I hate to call it this because it's, it's like, there's way more, there's way worse people, but I'm a, you know, disabled veteran, uh, on disability, blah, blah, blah. And it's all due to, uh, well, nearly all of it 
is due to just being fucked up in the head. And I, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, I try different tactics. I've tried different medications and nothing, no, nothing really works for me. And, and every day is just a struggle. And I feel like part of that comes from, uh, you know, not being quite mentally tough enough. Uh, and, and maybe that's just a, uh, an old, you know, old school fifties style generalization, you know, going back to men are tough and, and that's the end of it. But I feel like just by and large, I could be tougher. I could handle things a little bit easier, you know, just things that, you know, I feel like wouldn't necessarily bother somebody else will happen to me. And it's just like, man, it takes me like an indeterminate time, an indeterminate time to recover from that and get back on an even keel. And, you know, that to me, uh, it speaks to a lack of, of mental toughness. And I just don't want my son to have to deal with things like this. I'm doing all I can to build him up and, you know, compliment him and, and be, you know, loving and, and everything that I don't remember getting, you know, myself, uh, like, you know, stories at, at bedtime and, and, you know, just regular things that I know for a fact that I missed out on. I'm, I'm hoping that some of this stuff is, you know, having, um, an effect on his mental stability on and on his uh, resilient uh, nature, such as, as it is. Um, but when it comes down to, you know, really like, like what your dad did, you know, and, and it is, it is a fine line, but like, I feel like your dad, he kind of had sort of like, kind of sort of had the right idea about things, you know, like, obviously he didn't go about it, you know, really the right way, but you know, it, it is, it is the dad's responsibility to make sure their kids are, you know, tough enough to face the hardships that they're going to encounter. And I just did not get that. You know, my, my parents taught me to, uh, to just hide in alcohol or, or drugs or whatever. Uh, you know, when, when the bill came, it, they, I was straight, straight up word for word advised, uh, to just not pay credit card bills because eventually they'd stop contacting you and you could just get another one. And that, like, that's the type of advice I got growing up. So, you know, I'm here doing these, uh, you know, with, like these with you to try and, you know, get a better idea of, uh, uh, you know, what a, what a, a good, uh, quote unquote, uh, also quote unquote tough dad does. And so, you know, this talk with you is definitely, um, you know, already kind of broadened my, my knowledge base and, and allowed me to see things from a different point of view. But I think, uh, uh, you know, I, I said I wanted to keep these a little bit uh, shorter than normal. And, I, and I, I do want to end on one thing. And that is, do you consider yourself to be mentally tough? How do you, how do you feel about your, the state of your mental toughness? Uh, yeah, to answer your question, yes, uh, I do. I do. But I also know that you can't prepare for everything. And there, there are things that will happen with my kids that I won't be able to tolerate. I won't be able to like, I'm going to have to go in the room by myself and cry or let it out or, you know, but it, in that moment, if my kid is there in the room, I will do my best to hold my own because I, I want them to know that our, our brains and our minds are very, very powerful. And like, I don't know if it was you I was talking to about this before. I think we've said it before on our show, but like most people die from a gunshot wound because they go into shock. It's not because 
of the actual wound. It's because they kill themselves mentally. They, they like, they, <laughs> they keep thinking to themselves, Oh shit, I'm shot. So the brain throws their body into shock and they die. So I, I tried to do my best to remember, I have to, I have to keep myself in check. Yeah. Not only for myself now, but for my children, I, I have to be here. I need to be here. Like the same thing with, you know, going to the the bar on the weekend and getting into a fight or, you know, the stupid shit I used to do. Like we'd go drive fast cars or, you know, whatever the hell we used to do. I, I, I won't do it anymore because my kids need me. Piss, piss on whatever somebody says. My kids are at home. You know, you talk all the shit you want about me. I'm not. I'm just going to let it roll off my back because I have to go home. I need to go home to my kids. I don't need to be in the hospital. I don't need to be in jail. And uh, say, saying that, and I'm no psychiatrist, but I think that could be part of yours. Like, it is a huge deal for children to have their father in the home as they grow up. A huge deal. And that could be part of your chemical imbalance is that you didn't have a father growing up, so it fucked with you. And my dad was one of the toughest people I know, man, military wise, like he was a bad man. He did some stuff for some criminals. Like if you seen him pull up, you knew that you owed some money and he was about to take it out of your mm -hmm. ass. You know, he was a bad motherfucker, but he was chemically imbalanced too. So he, you know, he suffered from depression. He suffered from being lonely. He wasn't lonely, but he had a lot of, just like you were saying, man, you're a disabled veteran. And so I know you're a tough motherfucker, but there's something about the chemicals in our brain that, it, it, no matter what, how tough we are, it's still going to make us feel like we're inadequate, and we're not. We're no. We're here. We're doing it, man. You're with your son every day. There, there's no way you're. I know you're tough. I, I just know you are, man. We have to be in order to. Hell, even more so whenever people give me shit for being a stay-at-home dad. You know, like I like say whatever you want, man. You're not doing it. Look at the joys I get to have every single day. While you're out breaking your fucking back. I mean, I understand the respect of bringing home a paycheck and whatnot, but I'd much rather be a poor motherfucker and be here with my kids than rich and gone all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't get around the, you know, uh, uh, masculine angle of, of being a stay at home dad and how people are going to look at that. But at the same time, man, fuck you, bro. Because like, I enjoy being home with my son and, and being able to, to personally be the one shaping him day after day, all day long. And, you know, being the biggest influence on him. Like I, I know that I have good intentions, the best intentions. I know that there's only one person in this world that might love him more than me. And that if, if she can't be here, then it's a good thing I am because he's, you know, in the best position that he can be. Um, I one more thing though. I, I do want to um, close it on this. So for you, when, when things get tough, when you are super depressed for whatever reason, and you're arguing with your wife, you got money issues, whatever the case may be, what you, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, because this is, this is me kind of putting uh, this into words, uh, what you do to kind of keep yourself on track and to keep yourself from getting too, too far down is, is just kind of referring back to your kids and, and, and you know, taking strength from the fact that they need you and that, you know, anything that you might be going through is essentially for them. Uh, am I like too far off base with that? 
Yeah, yeah, and things that I might not be going through. Uh, like, I don't know, say somebody, say you got rich and invited me to your yacht, but my kids got a recital, you know? Like, there, there's also things that you give up. It's not just stuff that you include. There's also things that you give up for your kids. But yeah, I, I definitely agree that, yes, yes to your question. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, right on. Um, nothing better than these kids. Nothing. It is, uh, and I, I totally feel that. You know, there are times when, uh, not to get too dark, but you know, I'm like, I, you know, I just want to put a gun in my mouth. But I know that the odds of my wife finding another man that loves my son as much as I do, it's just basically zero. It, there's it, no man, almost no chance in the world. And yeah, you, you can even debate that she loves your kids more than you do, and that's their mother. Yeah. Um, so it, it's like, you know, if nothing else, that's what, that's what keeps me going. Um, you know, like I might, I might be super depressed that day or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. I might, uh, I might fucking, you know, wish I was, I was dead, uh, you know, for whatever reason, I, you know, I might be like, God, why couldn't I just not wake up today? But when it comes down to it, I keep pushing for him. And I yeah. keep trying to do everything I'm doing better every day, you know, for him. And yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to do it. You know, I don't know if that's, I don't know if maybe that's some kind of pressure that I'm, that I would be uh, somehow that's putting on thing, him. And but I also do it because I want to see, like, not only do I want to be there for my kids and make them have a good life. I want, I want to see what they choose. I want to see how their life turns out. You know, who do they pick to marry? You know, I mean, heaven forbid, and I might catch some shit for this, but I don't want my kid to be gay, but he might be. You know, I want to see if he turns out to be gay. I want to see if he likes baseball. I want to see if he likes football. Did the motherfucker go wakeboarding or does he prefer to stay inside and read? You know, can he make a hell of a soup? There's, this is, these are all things that I'm going to do my damnedest to find out. If, if I got to get a colonoscopy, if I got to go rob a bank, you know, whatever I got to do to make these things, to make it where I live long enough to see these things. That's what I'm shooting for. I was just wondering, are those things that like, that you've actually, you know, in your daily life just thought about, like, I wonder if he will like baseball and I want to stick around to see that. Or, or Like, were the things that you were naming, like things that you have actually thought of, or were you just like spur of the moment, like this and that and the other? No, no, these are definitely, and to get a little weird, like me and her, me and their mother both have had dreams of our kids in the future. And really? We, oh, definitely. Like sh she's got one where, and it's got a different name on the back of the jersey because we're not married and, and like she's got her last name, I got mine and the kids have both, you know, but in her dream, one, and we thought it was, you know, until we had the second one, we were like, oh shit, maybe it's this one we were dreaming of. Where, where the first one was like, oh, it's got to be him. But now we're like, which one was it? But anyway, she he, she had a dreamer and she don't she don't she hates sports, man. But she had a one of our sons is, you know, got long blonde hair and she can see the back of him and she could see her last name on the back of his jersey. And he loved football. He was playing football. So we kind of it's not really a bet, but it's kind of one of those things like. We're going to be sitting the bleachers one day and we're going to get the goosebumps like, oh, shit, there it is. There's our dream. It was it was such and such, you know. Oh hell, we thought it was gonna be Henry, but it turns out it's Alex. That's really cool. I've, 
it would be really cool to have any kind of dream about my son as long as it was a positive one but to to have a dream about him as like you know a, a young man that would be like that would be akin to like those dreams where you, you're able to fly or like you know like beat up the bad guys like not to get too, too that, off topic man. but like like when i'm in a fight in my dream like i don't punch like i'll it's like i'm punching through goo and then i like i hit him with my wrist or something like but if it's like a good dream i'm like I'm like beating fuckers asses. Like, you know, like that's how I know it's a good dream uh, because I'm actually able to connect with my blows. But anyway, seeing my son, you know, in a future sense like that, you know, doing something uh, successful, uh, that would be, that would be a really positive dream. I, I wish that I had good dreams like that, but by and large, my dreams are very depressing, um, very dark. Um, but anyways, manifest it, you, you gotta don't manifest the dark shit. You gotta manifest the good stuff. I'm trying to put out the I am um, actively making an attempt to control my thoughts here lately uh, my anxiety was getting just th this might not even make it to this podcast but my anxiety was just through the roof for from some things that we're going through right now like just I, I felt panic attacks like like knocking at the door like two or three times over the past week and so I've really tried to just focus on exclusively being in the moment um, you know, very like a uh, Zen, uh, very stoic, um, you know, just like uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Don't dwell on it. You know, don't, um, you know, just focus on what's in front of you, blah, blah, blah. And it is helping, you know, uh, control my anxiety for the most part. And, and ho I'm hoping I'm, I'm, I won't say I'm expecting because I don't expect good things in life, but I'm hoping that this becomes a habit. Uh, you know, I've read about these things for years and years. Like I've read about Buddhism and, and Stoicism just for, for years. And, and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm Buddhist and I'm, I'm Stoic, but like, I'm not because I've never tried to, to consistently do those practices. But here lately, I really am trying. And I've, I've seen, you know, a little bit, a little bit of improvement as far as like my anxiety dropping. So hopefully I will get enough improvement that I'm then able to do what you said and, you know, pause positively, uh, you know, put things out there and, and, you yeah, know, yeah. visualize things in a more uh, upbeat nature, because right now well, it's just like, like I'll get a phone call that I don't recognize the number. And I'm like, fuck, who's this? What have I done now? What are they, you know, what's going on with this? It's right, never right. like, Ooh, is this a new friend? You know, it's always like, Oh my God, what, is this? Though, what have man. I done wrong? That's on you. you. It's it's up to you to spin it to your interpretation. Everything, every little thing is up to you to spin it to your liking. And yeah, it, it, it's taken me a while to make it my benefit, I guess. But I, I've learned to, I definitely think positive things. I definitely, I want to manifest good things in the future and I do my best to see them in my head and then let them come to play. But I also know that like if something bad happens, like I, I tell myself that, well, this was worse than that and I made it through that. Or this fucked me up for two months and I made it through that, you know, I use that a lot. I use, I use my past experience a lot to help me get through the bullshit I'm going through currently. Like I know I can make it because I did this. That but didn't not to get, um, not to get too scientific, but my last therapist, that was her tactic. She used, you know, she had me list like things that I had accomplished and then, yeah. uh, it didn't last long as things in the VA do like, for whatever reason, I fucking stopped getting seen. But, um, you know, that was her, that was her way of doing things. It's just like, Oh, you graduated high school and you graduated college and, and da, 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 da. And, you know, it's on that. no, I'm saying 
I think one of them nights when you're in a foxhole or something, think about some military stuff or like uh, I've had some where like I've been shot at or I've been put in the hospital or things that really almost fucking broke you, you know, like there was times where I'm laying in ICU and even the nurse is like, I hope I see you in the morning, you know, and that that long night of being in my head. since I made it through the night, it prepares me for things to come, you know, like, Oh man, we got three doctor's appointment this week with two kids. And one of them's got this problem. One of them's going to, I'm like, nah, I can handle that. That ain't as bad as an ICU bed. I can handle okay, that. So, so you were doing, ICU uh, bed. you were, you were kind of doing what she did, but like at the exact opposite. <laughs> so it was don't, like, don't do these it with awful graduating. things. Graduating well, I mean, like a big deal. Instead of like, you know, instead of listing your accomplishments, you're like, you listed the, uh, the tragedies that you endured and that you've lived through. Damn right. Uh, Damn right. You know, so you looked at it from the opposite side of the spectrum, so to speak. Um, and that, that is, I, I will uh, never hopefully have things uh, approaching what you've just mentioned. But, you know, I have had some, th- some, some tough times before, so it might be that that's a tactic I could use, um, you know, for certain whatever events that I might encounter in the future. Um, but, you know, that is the, basically uh, the extent of this. I don't know um, how the next episode with whoever might mutate into something different, but that's how this one's going to go. Um, you know, we basically touched on everything I wanted to touch on. And, you know, you've, uh, you've taught me some, some techniques and some, uh, you know, given me some stuff to think about. So I do appreciate that. Um, is there anything you wanted to say before we kick out of here? Uh, yeah, man, obviously the, Anytime you're like, hey, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, yep. <laughs> oh, Corey's asking? Yep. But also, uh, call me anytime, man. Anytime that you're like, hey, I need good vibrations or I just need somebody, you know, like I found a spot on my nutsack. Would you? <laughs> Can I send you a picture of it? <laughs> no, no, that's a little bit. Take that to your fucking doctor, <laughs> homie. But I'm serious, man. Like, Anytime, anytime you're feeling down or the gun in the mouth fucking comes up, call me. I know, man. Well, I do appreciate that. I mean, I'm not like, don't be surprised if I don't bother you because I'm like, I'm weird <laughs> like that. Like when I need it the most is when I'm least likely to ask for it. But uh, it's good to hear that the offers, you know, there to be to be uh, to be had. So thanks for that. And the same goes for you. I mean, obviously, you are uh, at least to, to all appearances in a better place emotionally, psychology, mentally than, than, than I am. Um, but you know, all the same, um, you know, if anything, uh, pops up that, you know, that you want my opinion on, or you think that I can help you out with, you know, feel free to do the same. Um, and you know, with that, I guess I will, uh, let you go. I'm going to go in here and see if my son's still up. He's, he's sick today. So we're letting him kind of stay up a little bit longer just to, I fuck, I guess just because we feel bad he's sick. I don't know. There's no real benefit to letting him stay up later. We just know that he doesn't want to go to bed. So can be. It's um, just the fact that y'all feel better about it. You get some more time. That, yeah. If, if nothing else, we get to spend a little bit more time with him. So hopefully he's still up. And if not, then uh, at least I got a good episode out of this. And uh, so, thanks, hey, um, once again, hey, thanks again. I, I, you know, I'm really glad that you were the first one to do these because it was easy to do it with you. There, this might be the first time I've ever had an episode where I didn't get nervous beforehand, which is an, a new experience for me. So thanks for that. 
and uh, and thanks for everything that you know that you shared. Um, I really do appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, you know whoever listens to this gets as much of it or more than uh, as much out of it or more uh, than I did. So uh, thanks for that. And you know, take it easy. Have a uh, a good rest of your week. I'm sure I'll talk to you before too long, so I'm not necessarily going to say Merry Christmas, but I will say check you later. Sounds good, man. Later on. Need a bitch, Felicio. I'm the favorite with my pedal to the flow. Need a bitch, like cherry pie. I need a bitch, like Bushwick Bill. Need an eye. I need a bitch, an alcoholic. I need a bitch, puking bent over the toilet. The bitchy bitch, bitching about nothing. I need a bitch to jism in her belly button. I need a bitch, a prostitute. She fucks my homies and we can spread the loot. I need my cherry pie. I want you, baby. I want my cherry, baby. I want you, baby. I want my cherry, baby. I want you, baby. Give me my cherry, baby. I want you, baby. My ch 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 Fresh out of pan. I need a bitch like Harlan Williams needs a chin. I need a bitch, a mental case. Dump in my face. Need a hoe for my money. I need a bitch because Cantito needed Sunday. I need a freak. Very high. Cream and lemon, cherry pie, cherry pie. I need a woman to let me hit it in the bushes raw at the herpes clinic. I need a bitch who likes to fight and get her nose ring up that like every night. My cherry pie, baby, baby, I want you, baby, baby, I want you. Baby, baby, I want you, baby.